Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. I'm Rick McDaniel, and welcome to another episode of the Point of Impact podcast. It's great to have you joining us again today. And we've been talking about happiness the last couple of episodes. Today, I'd like to take a break from that, kind of do a one-off episode. I've been doing this since I started this podcast. Every once in a while, I just want to throw something in that I think's just interesting or fun or a little different from the themes. You know, we've done stress and we've done success, and now we're talking about happiness. But this one, I just want to talk today about this new year before we kind of leave January and sort of take the focus off of the new year, I like to talk about 20 things that are going to happen in 2020. 20 events, 20 things that will take place in this new year. And I think you just find it interesting and and things that you can look forward to and things that you didn't know were going to happen, things maybe you can plan for, just things that you find interesting in, in, in one way or another. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what you think about it. Before we jump in, just want to again ask for your uh, help in spreading the word about the Point of Impact podcast on social media or in person. Subscribing so you get the new episode each Friday dropped right to you. Sharing reviews. All those things would be helpful and we'd appreciate those for sure. I also want to encourage you, I haven't really done this, to uh, follow me on social media at Rick McDaniel on Twitter, Rick McDaniel 44 on Instagram or a couple places you can find me, uh, Facebook as well, Pastor Rick McDaniel. So I just encourage you to, to do that because I tweet all the time and put stuff up uh, many different ways and you can find out about a lot of uh, things that I'm thinking or doing. Also, rickmcdaniel.com is a great resource. If you go to rickmcdaniel.com, you can find uh, how to follow me on the social media. You can also sign up for a weekly devotional that I do. You can see the latest uh, articles that I've written and just find out other stuff that's going on. So rickmcdaniel.com is definitely the the go-to place for all those things. And you can also uh, find a link there to my latest book that uh, came out at the end of last year, You Got Style, How Discovering Your Personal Style Impacts Your Faith, Family, Finances, and Much More. It's available in hardcover, softcover, ebook, and audiobook. So whatever way you'd like to get it. And I'm getting more and more interviews about about the book. I'm excited uh, to share every place I can about it and learn, have people learn more about their styles. What's your financial style? What's your time style? What's your decision style? Very helpful, very helpful stuff. And again, thinking style, parenting style, spiritual style, all kinds of styles. And I, I encourage you to get it. I encourage you to get it for yourself and for others that you know and love. I just, uh, talk to somebody that's, uh, this is the second person actually, that's buying it for their entire team at work. Everyone's going to read the book so they all know what their work style is and the leadership style and they understand other things about who's on the team and, and, and the way they're wired up and who they are. I'd encourage you to do the same thing. Get the book, read it yourself, and then share it with those that uh, you're connected with. I think you'll find it's really, really, really helpful. All right, let's jump in today and talk about 20 things that are going to happen in 2020. Here's the first. There's going to be 366 days. 
Yeah. You know, if you ask someone how many days are in a year, they're going to say 365, and that would normally be the correct answer. But every four years, there's the leap year. And this is one of those leap years. So we have February 29th. Adding an extra day every four years keeps our calendar aligned correctly with the astronomical seasons. And since a year, according to the Gregorian calendar, is 365 days, and a year, according to the Earth's orbit around the sun, is 365.25 days, they're not the exact same length of time. So that means every four years, we've got to add in another 24 hours. And this is the year that that happens. I mean, it's just fascinating to think about. Like, what if your birthday is February 29th? Do you only get to celebrate it once every four years? What do people do? If you have a birthday on the 29th, you should definitely write me. I'm, I'd love to, to hear that story again. You can contact me through rickmcdan.com. That would be fascinating. What do you do on the other three years when it isn't your birthday? I'd love to know that. But you gain... You know, you gain a day, and uh, that's an extra day of work, you know, so you make a little bit more, more money. It's just interesting to think about. And, of course, it changes things for the next year. For instance, Christmas then moves not to one day ahead, but two days ahead. So Christmas this year will be actually two days ahead of where it was last year. So there's interesting things about it, but that's one of the things that's going to happen in 2020. Here's another one. Amazon's going to open up some pop-up stores and cashier-less supermarkets. They want to stay on the forefront of the whole shopping uh, innovation. And so they have plans to open stores this year that will be more automated than ever before. They're going to be called Amazon Go Supermarkets. And they essentially represent expansion of their current Amazon Go convenience stores. And they will be uh, all without human cashiers. There'll be a system for checking out using their Go technology. So that's the way that that's the way they're going to do it there. It's so funny, isn't it? They've revolutionized everything about shopping in terms of what we what we have in, in brick and mortar stores. And it's just reading about how Target did not uh, do well at the Christmas season. They did not uh, grow and in, in like they had hoped. And most experts think it's a result of online competition, not just Amazon, but, you know, some of these subscription services where people can sign up and then they get their food delivered, their clothes delivered, you know, whatever the case may be, medicine, I don't know, toiletries, whatever, but it's, it's cutting into the profits for sure. There's no, there's no doubt about it. There's no way around it. And so here, Amazon, having sort of started this whole thing, created this whole thing, now they flip it, turn around and say, yeah, we're going to go, you know, of course, they bought uh, Whole Foods and that's brick and mortar. And now we're going to go into Amazon Go supermarkets and all of it's going to be through uh, automated checkout. Very interesting. Speaking of groceries, grocery labels are going to change. When you head to the grocery store this new year, 2020, you're going to notice new labels on certain cans and boxes of food. That's because the Department of Agriculture is insisting that anything that contains genetically modified organisms, GMOs as they're commonly known, provide that information on the product's packaging. But if you try to spot the GMO-related labels, don't bother to look for that specific term. It's kind of confusing, isn't it? They won't say GMO 
Popular Science explains that the proposed labels use the term BE, bioengineered, instead to avoid the contentious connotations that GMO carries. It's kind of weird, isn't it? So don't look for GMOs, but look for BE, bioengineered. But those labels will be on everything that odd cans and, and uh, boxes of food, everything that is genetically modified, which is fascinating. I don't know how much you know you know about this or care about this GMO thing, but it's definitely controversial. And there's people that just absolutely do not want to eat anything that's GMO. And then there's others that don't think it's a big deal at all. It's certainly a controversial thing, which is, again, why they're going to use BE, bioengineered, instead of GMO. But the bottom line is, if you want to look for it, you'll be able to find it and look for it under the BE label. What else is going to happen in 2020? Well, NASA is going to send living things into deep space. And this hasn't happened for a very long time. In fact, almost 50 years. Midway through 2020, NASA is going to send spacecraft called BioSentinel, which is about the size of a briefcase, if you can believe that. Send it out into space for a trip into orbit around the sun. Now, what makes this special is that BioSentinel is going to carry yeast cells with it, which will not only help scientists learn about off-planet radiation, but will also be for the first time, again, in almost 50 years, that NASA has sent something living into space since 1972. Nothing living has been sent into space, into deep space, let's say, not space, because obviously Challenger and, and Space Shuttle, but into deep space. Nothing living has gone into deep space. And so this is this is this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen this year for the first time. Fascinating, just a <laughs> A spacecraft the size of a briefcase is going to make its way into space and orbit the sun. And what kind of fascinating information what, what might we get out of that? That will be interesting for sure. And while we're in sort of the space mode, here's another new thing this year. A total solar eclipse will occur at the very end of the year in mid-December. So it'll, it'll be a wait almost to the end of the year to view one of the most spectacular space-related events of the year. But it will be worth the wait. Total, total solar eclipse is going to happen. If you've never seen the famous hole in the sky, one of nature's greatest displays, another chance is coming on December 14th when the moon's central shadow will take just 24 minutes to cross Chile and Argentina. Be sure to have a pair, of course, of solar eclipse glasses handy if you want to get a glimpse of this phenomenon. So it's going to happen. 24 minutes. I remember the last time solar eclipse happened, I was in an airplane flying over Canada. In fact, they handed out these little cards to us with little pinholes on if we wanted to try to look out the window and see if we could uh, if we could find it, if we could see it. I didn't have too much success in, in doing that. I would have loved to have seen it, but again, literally in an airplane when it was happening. So maybe you just want to plan and say, hey, December 14th. Or maybe you want to say, well, how about taking a trip, you know, taking a trip down to South America 
and seeing it for yourself, being as close as you possibly can be to it in Chile or Argentina will be a be an experience. 2020 is also going to mean the Summer Olympics will take place. 29th day, or the, the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, just like the 29th day in February, you know, the leap year is only every four years. The Olympic Games only come around every four years. And Tokyo will be hosting the 2020 Summer Olympic Games. And that's going to take place between July 24th and August the 9th. And it'll be the second time that the Japanese capital has actually hosted the Olympics. They were also the host for two Winter Olympics in Sapporo in 72 and Nagano in 1998. But this will be the second time they'll be hosting the Summer Olympics. Of course, Olympics are fantastic. Summer Olympics are enormously popular and really just put a focus for the whole world on athletes. And it'll be exciting to see who the new stars will be. Michael Phelps no longer going to be showing up, and some of the well-known gymnasts have, have retired, although some are, are going to be coming back for sure. And no more Usain Bolt as a sprinter. Who's going who's to be the new star or stars of the Summer Olympics? Who are we going to learn about? And what new sports are, are going to be uh, unveiled that you know we're we're not familiar with or or we haven't seen before for instance baseball and softball are olympic sports this year that's new and surfing which is kind of interesting and skateboarding the the cousin of surfing are also new sports that are going to be unveiled in the 2020 olympics that are happening in tokyo so something to look forward to for sure another thing happening in the new year the Yahoo Time Capsule will be opened. The Yahoo Time Capsule, which was the creation of Jonathan Harris, collected digital contributions from 2000, from October 10, 2006 to November 8, 2006. And it's been closed ever since. There were 170,857 submissions designed to capture the thoughts and feelings of the world 14 years ago. And now on the 25th birthday of Yahoo, which is on March 2nd, the time capsule, again, think about it, a digital time capsule, different from the ones we bury in the ground. And the results should be really interesting, just how much things have changed. And you think 14 years, I mean, that's nothing. But again, digital, it's, I think it'll be very interesting and fascinating. What have the changes been over just these last 14 years from a digital perspective, I think it'll be really, really interesting to see. So mark that one on your calendar. March the 2nd, Yahoo's 25th anniversary, they are going to open the Yahoo Digital Time Capsule. Another new thing that's happening is that Berlin's Brandenburg Airport, which is in Germany, is finally going to open. It has been delayed for almost 10 years. It's not unusual for large setbacks, for large projects to have setbacks. I mean, I've been involved in building projects and, and nothing that enormous, but even in just a, a regular building project, you can have delays and setbacks. But this is kind of incredible. The grand opening has been delayed for eight years because of safety and technical issues. 
It's incredible, right? Started in 2006 and planned to open in 2012. Right now, the first flight is scheduled to depart on October 31st, 2020. Kind of funny, Halloween, right? <laughs> kind of weird, but there it is for you. So, eight-year delay, supposed to open, started in 2006, so imagine 14 years in other words, when the Yahoo time capsule, same year, the Yahoo time capsule is being created, this airport is being, building is starting, and it took 14 years instead of six years, but it's finally going to happen this year, October 31st. So, hey, if you want to be a part of that history-making thing, make your plans now. Here's another, here's another kind of crazy one. IHOP is going to open a new fast casual restaurant called Flipped. F-L-I-P apostrophe D. So if you like dining out at IHOP, then you're going to be thrilled to find out that they've got a new fast casual restaurant that they're opening this year. The flipped restaurants will focus on freshly made breakfast foods and beverages with speed and convenience in mind. The menu will include things like a build-your-own pancake bar, egg combos, made-to-order breakfast burritos, and other tasty options. So, hmm, how about that? Sort of like an IHOP, but then what? Somewhat different than an IHOP. Fast casual. Should be interesting to see what that is like. It's The first one, by the way, is going to open in Atlanta this spring. And then the plans are to follow that by opening in major cities like New York and Chicago and Boston and Dallas as the year progresses. So if you're if you're up for it and you live in the Atlanta area, you're going to be first this spring to test out and check out the new IHOP fast casual restaurant flipped. Let's go back to space stuff for a minute. This year, Jupiter and Saturn will be closer together than they've been in nearly 400 years. Yes. Amazing, right? Absolutely amazing. Jupiter and Saturn find themselves relatively close together every 20 years, meaning that there is only a degree or two between them. However, on December 21st, the planets will be closer than they've been since 1632. They will be separated by just one-fifth of the apparent diameter of the full moon. That's, again, in terms of normal Earth experiences of close, you wouldn't call that close, but when you're talking about the massiveness of space, that's, that's remarkably close and haven't been that way in 400 years, and that happens on December 21st there toward the end of the year. Here's kind of a fun one. This year, they're predicting that new baby names, Ada and Austin, are going to be very popular. If you're expecting a baby sometime in the coming months, you could opt for you know, a traditional name or something wildly unexpected. Or you could choose something that's trending. The experts at Nameberry took a look at what names have been rising in popularity in order to predict 
two, which they think would be tops for this year. And they came up with Ada for Little Girls, explained that all girl names starting with the letters and sound AD have been rising quickly. Interesting. So like Adele, for instance, Adelaide. As for boys, seeing a lot of names with Austin around. So we'll see. We'll see how that all works itself out, whether those predictions will turn out to, in fact, be true. And those names do end up being at the top of the list. We'll see. Google and Microsoft are going to come out with new gaming streaming services, both of them in competition with one another. Their, uh, Google will, will come out of the gate first with uh, the Stadia system, which technically launched right at the end of last year. Microsoft, this, it will come out with their xCloud. The similar services allow you to play games directly on your computer, or TV, or phone without the need for a separate gaming console. And both will be attempting to earn gamers loyalty, certainly. Now, I'm not a gamer, so I don't have much knowledge about this at all. I don't really even understand how you play a game without a, without a gaming console, but somebody will write me and tell me how that all works. But it is interesting because, again, it obviously takes expense out if you don't have to have a gaming console and you can play. So ought to be something worth checking out. How about another new thing that's happening soon? The massive, giant, one billion Egyptian, Grand Egyptian Museum is going to be open in stores. I was in Paris at the uh, exhibit, a uh, uh, Egyptian exhibit. Uh, last year, and they were talking all about this incredible museum, that $1 billion building that will be opening this year, 500,000 square meter space, expected to house 100,000 objects, many of which will be displayed for the first time, as well as a 250 CD, uh, CD, 3D cinema and children's museum. It will also have a panoramic view of the of the pyramids, the Great Pyramids of Giza. Like, wow, like incredible, right? What an unbelievable. And some of the stuff that I saw at the exhibit in Paris will not be ever available again, except it's, it will never travel the country again. The exhibit I saw was traveling the world. Those exhibits uh, will now be forever stored at this new museum. So something for, for, for sure to, to want to check out, if not this year, in the years to come. NASA is going to launch... It's a Mars mission. Yeah, NASA will be getting one step closer to the reality. Launching in March, the, uh, the, the Mars mission will use rover technology to explore the red planet. NASA says that this is uh, addressing a high-priority goal, including key questions about the potential for life on Mars. The mission takes the next step by not only seeking signs of habitable conditions on Mars, in the past, but searching for signs of past microbial life itself. So that is happening this year. Pretty fascinating stuff. And keeping in the in just the space realm again, the biggest full moon of the year is happening in April. Spotting a full moon, pretty magical. On April the 7th, mark it down on April the 7th. Be sure to look up in the sky because you're going to see a super moon. About 2 o'clock Eastern time, the... Uh, Moon's going to be closer to Earth than any other time of the year. 
a mere 221,772 miles. And then just over eight and a half hours later, the moon, the biggest full moon of the year, will be completely full and be a delight to see. So check that out. That's coming as well in this new year. Again, April the 7th. Self-driving cars are going to continue to hit the roads in, in 2020. They've been creating headlines for a while, obviously, as they've been tested and, and developed and used. But both General Motors and Honda made major moves last year to get their new autonomous vehicles rolling. So it's it's happening. Guy who loves to, to, to not loves to drive long distances, but loves to drive fast and loves to drive cars that can perform. I just can't imagine not driving a car. But for others, my one of my sons is like, yeah, he'd like to do it. He thinks it would be good. He's got a theory that autonomous cars will keep traffic from backing up because they'll all travel the right distance in the same speed. And we'll see if that's, in, in, in fact, the case. But they're coming. Also, closer to a new treatment for food allergies. Scientists are working on ways to prevent dangerous and even deadly reactions. And there's going to be work on, on oral immunotherapy treatments for food allergies that likely will be removed, be uh, reviewed by the FDA. That's a prediction by the Academy of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology. We'll see if they're, in fact, correct. But that's that's the goal, is to, to have some real steps taken forward in, in helping people in some things that are, are very, very important. Here's another one, kind of a fun one, Classic Blue. You're likely to see classic blue everywhere in 2020. It is the color of the year, the Pantone color of the year. So from cars to home decor, very popular apparently in kitchens. The idea is that blue instills calm, confidence, and connections, and that the blue hue highlights our desire for a dependable and stable foundation on which to build as we cross into a new era. Wow, how's that for a, a, a statement from an expert in colors? So the blue color is coming our way. Now, I love blue. It's my new book cover is blue and I'm all about it. But I think you're going to see blue in, in a way maybe that just hasn't been seen before. And that's happening. Two big events are going to happen in this new year in 2020 that are definitely worth considering. One is the commemoration of the 75th anniversary of the end of World War II. September 2020 will mark the 75th anniversary of when World War II ended. The Council on Foreign Relations says that it's one of the most consequential events in world history. When Germany invaded Poland on September 1st, 1939, it was the second time the world went to war. And with the Japanese surrender on September 2nd, 1945, World War II was over. And World War II, of course, massive, massive implications in world history. The Holocaust, worst thing humanity's ever done. And that's saying something. All kinds of uh, implications for Europe and, and certainly uh, for Japan. Germany and Japan both uh, had to uh, really... They've made incredible comebacks, and I write about that in my book on comebacks. In fact, I, I say it's one of the top 10 comebacks of all time, but it took them a while to do it because of all the damage that was done through World War II. So that will be monumental. 
to celebrate and to just commemorate the end of World War II. And finally, number 20, 20 things that are happening in 2020, Americans are going to head to the polls on November 3rd in a presidential election. Americans will vote for the next president of the United States. And uh, we're in the midst of all this stuff right now in terms of the Democratic candidates and who will ultimately become the Democrat candidate to face the incumbent President Bush for the presidency of the United States. But one thing is for sure, it's going to be a big deal. It's going to be a big deal. President uh, Trump has certainly become a polarizing figure. And even and then within the Democrat Party, there's differences of whether they should be more moderate or should be more liberal progressive. And so who's ultimately going to win out on that? And then that nominee facing President Trump and who will win there. So my encouragement to you is make sure that you vote. Make sure you're registered to vote and make sure that you do vote. And my other uh, plea really would be for civility, that people can disagree without being disagreeable. And hopefully uh, we'll be able to do that in this country as we face uh, a presidential election. It won't deteriorate into something that's really kind of ugly. Uh, but it's it's certainly going to be big. Is it going to continue the sort of controversial uh, issues that President uh, Trump raises in his presidency, his sort of disordering uh, way of doing things, shaking things up, or is someone going to come in and bring a more traditional uh, presidential uh, style? We will see. It will be interesting to see November 3rd. So there you go, 20 things that are going to happen in 2020, stuff to mark down on your calendar and stuff to look forward to. It's going to be a great year. And I, I hope it's going to be a great year for you. I hope you're expecting it to be a great year. I think it's going to be a great year, and we'll uh, we'll see how it happens. And each week, we'll, we'll visit together. Next week, we'll be back on the happiness theme. Until next week, I'm Rick McDaniel. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.